Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Do You Say Anime. I am your host, Peter. On today's episode, myself and my co-host, Miles, will be going over the non-sequels of the upcoming winter 2023 season and giving our thoughts on some of the new properties entering the scene in the coming year. If you are looking for a specific show, timestamps in the description will be provided below. As stated before, I am joined by my lovely soon-to-be buddy daddy himself, Miles. Miles, how are you doing this evening, and what are your initial thoughts on the upcoming season overall? Yeah, uh, I'm doing well this evening. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, this season seems like a like a good casual watch season. That's what I've been saying coming, <laughs> you know, as... As we approach it, you know, Inside we're leaving jokes. The, <laughs> we're leaving the absolute bangers um, from fall 2022 and the, you know, the opening act of 2023 uh, seems to have some calm sort of slice of lifey stuff uh, that we'll be talking about here. Oh, well, with some other stuff that's pretty hype, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it, so... Yeah, man, you know, inside jokes all side where I have something set up for what you're going to say afterwards and then you take it and now I'm now I'm like fumbling the bag. I'm like, uh, what should I do now? Because you took my line that I was going to use. And I, I couldn't help but, myself. You know, well played. <laughs> well played, Miles. Not even mad. Uh, that being said, how about we just jump right into our first show? Like, as I said before, non-sequels, because if you are not watching... I mean, like, if you watch Vinland, you're probably watching Vinland. If you watch Tokyo Revengers, you're probably watching Tokyo Revengers. If you're watching Don't Tease Me, Miss Nagatoro, you might not be watching season two. Who knows? We'll see. But we are going to be watching this show. It is Nier Automatica version 1.1a. It is the upcoming adaptation of the Nier video game by Studio A1 Pictures. Um, from what I know, there's no real synopsis of the show. However, thanks to uh, Haz, he told us that it looks like it's going to be an adaptation of some version of the storyline from the video game. I guess there's like 32 different endings in the game, so this is one of maybe 32 endings of Nier. I, I'm just taking what he said. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just the information I got. But However, Nier looks beautiful. It's done by an incredible studio and maybe Waifu of the Year immediately with 2B, so... Uh, Miles, do you have any initial thoughts on the upcoming Nier anime? Yeah, so I've been meaning to play Nier for like, I don't know, when did it come out? Anyways, a long time. No idea. Um, <laughs> but I'm really, I'm really bad. I'm worse at getting video games out of my backlog than I am at getting anime out of my backlog. Um, and I'm not great at that either. However, uh, this looks beautiful. And the only decision I'll have on whether to watch it or not is, like, do I want to do the game first before I, you know, uh. watch this? So, like, that's, I'll have to talk to some people who, who've who played Nier, figure out how much of a spoiler or whatever they expect this to be, you know. But, you know, 2B and, like, I don't know if, like, or B2's in this, I don't know if, like, A2's in it, but there's a bunch of very iconic characters in Nier uh, looking at like the preview art and the PV, it looks beautiful. A1 always has, at the very least, good animation. So I think this should be a really fun watch. And if you're a fan of this series, I would suggest watching it, obviously. That's pretty dumb. But also, give it a go <laughs> uh, if you like haven't heard of it or have been thinking about getting into it, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we recently watched uh, Licorice that was really... Like, the choreography of the action was, like, insanely well done. And from what I've seen from Nier, the action pace type of storyline that it is may follow a similar 
vibe i would say where we have like really good action scenes with like the camera work that they did in licorice so i'm super excited for that hoping that they get some similar players from that production onto near because then i think that this will be an absolute hit like no misses at all because the storyline's already established it's a franchise that's huge already i think they just need to pick and choose what direction they want to go with it and then yeah then it's just it's theirs for the taking i feel like i'm also interested to see if they'll do more of the these style of animes with not necessarily video games but like these pretty large i guess it would be video games and i th- say that um <laughs> the, just like the fran these franchises that are, that stick out um we i guess well is near that's a japanese video game right yeah no it absolutely is. yeah um yeah it's like so maybe we'll get like a bayonetta video game or something yeah i could see or, that i could see like elden ring or something you know like or oh, getting like a that... dark souls like well, anime could be really yeah. cool I know that Elden Elden Ring got a gag manga, which makes no sense considering what Elden Ring is storyline wise. But the fact that it's getting a manga, but they made it a gag comedy, is kind of hilarious. But uh, for me, near, I th- personally think that this is a must watch. I I just think like everything behind like the how big the franchise is, the studio behind it, and just what other people are saying about near. I don't think that this one is like to pass up on. Yeah, so the only stipulation I'll put on that and the only reason I'm not must-watching it is because it's a game that I've wanted to play and I, I I like to do the original thing before I look at, like, adaptations or whatever. So um, I would have to check to see how much of, like, a spoiler this would be. Would it ruin the experience of the game for me at all? And if so, I'd probably put it on the side, despite how good it looks, um, and go from there. So I would suggest gotcha. if you're in that mindset uh do the same but if not and watch it looks great okay cool so that's a must watch for me and then miles is a go read the source material guy (laughs) (laughs) you got me yeah as i tend to be you want to take it away you want to take it away for our next show yeah absolutely so the next show we're going to be talking about is spy classroom um so the synopsis is after a gruesome war wrecked havoc on the general populace, the governments of the world turned to a more elusive tactic to further their agendas, a war fought in the shadows. Lily, a beautiful girl with white locks, is a student in one of the main many institutions that train youths into becoming capable spies. And there's some more stuff here. I'm not going to read all three paragraphs to you guys, but it basically is a cute girls do subterfuge and spy stuff show. So, this is by um, Studio Feel, but the thing that really drew me to this, Pete, was uh, the aesthetic the I really tag. like. The harem <laughs> tag, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was the harem tag. Yeah, so, you know, other than the harem tag, you know, it looks like it has some interesting um, settings. I really like things like Prince's Principle. And it has that sort of aesthetic to it. I'm excited to see what it is. And I will say about the harem tag, looking at the character list, it's a lot of women. So whoever the yeah. guy is, go him. <laughs> uh, so I've been running around with my head chopped off for like the last like two weeks. So I really haven't been diving into the synopsis of some of these shows. And this is the first time that I heard of this synopsis. I've seen like the PV and I've seen... 
like some of the art, but I never really understood like I never really got into like the story. Why does this have a harem tag? Like, I, I'm a little confused. Like uh, to me, I was expecting going into this thinking princess principal, and now this is turning into something else. But like, is it an all girl harem? Is this like is this Yuri? Like is it or? So is this like yeah. one dude? Is this Eminence and Shadow? Like, what are what are we getting here? Yeah, I think it's closer to Eminence and Shadows. So, like, joined by other problematic female spies, along with a mysterious young man spearheading the operation, Lily realizes oh that this is not the ideal escapade she had pictured. So, I'm unsure if the man or Lily is the head of the harem. Um, and you know, I, I haven't read the source material. Spoiler alert: It's the dude. Do you know? No, but it's anime. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um so you know that that's sort of where i am um we'll find out what happens but i'm excited to at least give it a watch and like it this definitely does it's high on my like potentially trash ratings but you got to give that a go mm -hmm. because that's how you find things like otome game or whatever no for sure yeah it uh, doesn't check the boxes for me absolutely i'm just a little confused by when when anime does this where you have like a maybe even if it's just like tropey or simple and it's like okay now let's throw in the harem tag it's just like why and that's why i feel like it's going to get to and i don't like that but i'm gonna give it a shot like yeah is this a mix between princess principal and like trinity seven or is this like high school dxd or something like that that's kind i hope not but i mean i know since it has the tag but, I mean, if we get some, like, decent action like we did with Princess Principal and the characters are fun and, like, the dynamics between them, I'm sure this will be, like, a 7. <laughs> yeah, I think that's certainly possible, and I'll give it an 8 because I like the outfits. Alright, that's fair. Okay, I'm gonna put this as, like, a maybe watch for... If you're a fan of, like, espionage and, I guess, harems, it's maybe a little bit higher on your list, but for me, this is probably just gonna be in the, like... Is if this show is there's like five shows on Thursday, this will probably be like the third show I watch. Yeah, I would definitely put it on like a maybe watch too, but something to keep your like ear to the ground for because I think it does have the potential to be good. So you know, if it's okay. not your cup of tea, you know, wait a couple episodes, get a feel for the room, and then decide whether to proceed or not. For sure. Okay, so two maybes from us. Uh, next up is a show that Miles cannot wait for. I saw him drooling at the mouth over this show. Tomo-chan is a girl. Tomo and June are the tightest of bros you'd ever seen. They roughhouse and spar, but through thick and thin, they got each other's back. Yet there's just one small problem. Tomo is in love with June. Since she was young, tomboyish Tomo has been just another one of the guys. Due to his extreme muscular brain nature, June doesn't notice any of her advances. Not even when she explicitly confesses. To add insult to injury for the longest time, he didn't even realize that she was a girl. Tomo-chan is a girl. Miles. I see you eating those cookies and you're like, oh man, this is so sweet and savory. But he's not even talking about the cookies. He's talking about Tomo-chan as a girl. What are your initial thoughts on this one? This is a tough one for me. So, I like, in, in theory, I like the concept, right? Like, tomboy girl rom-com with like meathead guy that's neat i feel like that's not a combo we've seen before right you normally get your tomboy girls with like more sensitive -y guys um you know a la shikamori is a cutie right yeah so you don't get 
this sort of combination. On the other hand, the um, the concept of like, oh, she explicitly confesses to him and he misses the, the, misses the thing. It's like the worst part of anime. <laughs> um, so I'll have to see how they do that, how tropey they are, how much fun they have with it. You know, we'll have to see. A couple of things for me that um, puts the stock up just a little bit higher. It's 13 episodes and the manga is only eight volumes. So I think there's a good chance they adapt the entire story, which would be a huge plus. Because a lot of times when we see these shows, we get, you know, a six or a fourth or a halfway through the story. And then it's like, guess what? Go buy the manga. This one, I feel like we might be able to cut some of the filler and adapt the entire story. So that's a huge plus. That being said, yeah, like, kind of like you said, like, in theory, this should probably be good. But when I watch, like, the PV, a lot of tropiness, a lot of, like, filler maybe for romance where a lot of like the unnecessary stuff is going to be there to draw out the time but i'm trash and i like romance and hopefully like the comedy hits i i just don't know how many times they're going to play the joke of like oh i don't see her as a girl oh i didn't know she was a girl oh she's a girl oh she's been a she's been a bro my whole life i feel like you can only play that joke so many times before it gets repetitive and just on the surface that feels like it's going to be the main driving force of the comedy, but I could be wrong and I could be an idiot. And this could be like a comedic masterpiece. Who knows? Yeah. We'll certainly find out. I think that there's a little bit of wiggle room you could do on that. Right. Like you can like take a normal trope, but then have it like, like he walks in on her changing, but like he doesn't care at all. Cause he just like sees her as like a bro. And then you like, you yeah. like play that, that straight or whatever. And then she's like, how come mm -hmm. he's not flustered because I'm in my bra. And then it's like hilarious. Um, or, or <laughs> truck chuckle worthy yeah. um you know so there's definitely like ways to do it we'll just have to see how they they go about it i guess but i'm definitely going to be giving it a watch i think it's a must watch if you're a rom-com fan Ooh, um, a must watch yeah. this we, we have a couple of rom-coms coming up and or romances uh is their like primary thing and this is the one that i have the most faith in personally i don't know about you okay right on okay for me i think this isn't like the the maybe watch, I think for most people, I think if you're a fan of like romance anime, this is probably on your radar already. I know that this has got a decent amount of hype. I've seen it a lot on like Twitter. I, I'm concerned by like the studio, like Lay Deuce is like a mediocre studio. I'm looking at like what they've done recently and they did Hero Heroines Run the Show, which was okay. But then they did that horse racing anime, which is just absolute garbage. So... I'm skeptical that maybe the source material can push this to like a seven. That's kind of like the vibe I'm getting, but we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm a little excited for Tomo Chains of Girl. I just hope it's like funnier than what I think it's going to be. If it's funnier than what I think it's going to be, it's going to be a great time. So fingers crossed. Okay. So next up, we have a show that I'm very excited for, mostly because the, the PV art or the the art, like I think is so eye-catching. Um, and this is Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. <laughs> this is a uh, adventure fantasy romance by J.C. Staff, and the synopsis as, is as such. So after her mother passes away, Anne decides to become a silver sugar master, like her mother, a highly regarded occupation in the country of Highland, where a very few masters of the craft exist. Anne leaves the, uh, for the town of Lewiston where the royal family holds a sugar sculpture festival. To become a silver sugar master, uh, she has to win the top spot and receive a royal medal. 
In this world, humans treat fairies as slaves, red flag, yep. um, and take one of their wings to control them. <laughs> uh, Anne reluctantly buys a fairy named Shao to be a bodyguard on her way to Lewiston. Anne is torn between setting Shao free, but needing a bodyguard on the dangerous road to the festival. Uh, so to me, this is this just like a really cool fantasy show. I like the at least initial pretty simple present premise like normally you have such world altering world ending that kill the demon king do this i like the idea of i want to be really good at sugar sculpting like i think that's resonant and a nice change of pace the art looks really good um it's nice and shiny and it just looks like a happy little time i'm not sure if it will be or not i don't know a lot about it um but it just looks very pleasant to me and what are your thoughts on it, Pete? Yeah. Um, it, it's funny. We have an ongoing joke where Kageki Shoujo is labeled as a sign-in on Mal, the anime, even though it's clearly a shoujo. This one is labeled as a shoujo on Mal, but the ongoing manga is in a sign-in magazine. So be, we'll, we'll have another debate about what, what is this, a shonen or a shoujo. To me, looking at like the art very heavy shoujo vibes i'm gonna definitely lean that way uh adventure fantasy romance uh check mark check mark check mark big fans of all of those the main character looks fun i think that the main male lead is oh he's also a fairy okay so i wonder if there's going to be some form of dynamic with like man i hate using the word slave to describe something in an anime where, I mean, unless I'm shitting on Shield Hero, but this is like, does she do something nice for this fairy and then they become a romantic interest? He's some form of warrior fairy. Um, Yeah, I, I'll be honest, I'm only basing this off the art. I haven't seen like uh the PV or anything like that. However, yeah, I mean, it, just, it checks all the boxes. JC Staff is a very good anime studio they're doing this and then the upcoming absolute banger in another world with my smartphone season two so you know <laughs> that the hits are coming with jc staff uh yeah i mean yeah this checks all the boxes for me i'll give it a shot i think like the it's a light novel the original source and it has a decent rating so yeah it, it's checking all the boxes for me for a uh Hmm, how do I describe this? It, it's more than a maybe for me, just because of like everything that it has. But I think for most people, this is probably a maybe. But if you're a fan of Pete and my choices, I think that this is near must-watch. Yeah, I, I would say something similar. I feel like for this season, we need like a... Not like a must-watch or a maybe, but we need like a definitely try this out. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> you know? Like, don't feel like you need to keep going, because we have no idea for yeah. a lot of this stuff. But um, this is one that I'm absolutely going to be checking out. For me, it's a must-try-out. Um, <laughs> must-try-out. Okay, I like yeah. that term. So, we'll, we'll give a go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so, I'll think, be checking I, out the first... I, I think that's where I'm at. I like that phrase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'll be checking out at least the first three episodes or so and seeing how it goes. I okay. guess unless it's a disaster, in which case I will check one episode. We'll, we'll try, <laughs> two will tryouts from the boys. Yes. For Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, which is just an incredible title. I love that. You know what's not an incredible title? Our next show. Camp, campfire Cooking in Another World with My Absurd Skill. 
along with three other heroes, 27-year-old Siyoshi, hope I pronounced that right, is transported into a fantasy world to rescue a kingdom from a mysterious threat. However, it soon becomes clear that Siyoshi has been dragged into the summoning ritual by accident, a shield hero or something like that. His only skill turns out to be the food menu, which allows him to be an open interface where he can purchase and obtain food-related supermarket items from modern Japan. Unceremoniously booted out of the palace, Tsuyoshi sets out on his own to find himself in the new world. However, his ability to create delicious dishes unknown to his to this world pays dividends, even attracting the legendary Wolf Fenrir. Is that how you spell, pronounce that wolf's name? I'm really bad at words. Fenrir, I believe. Fenrir. Fenrir is taken in by the food that the creature immediately forms a contract with Siyoshi, becoming his familiar, followed by the whimsical mystical being. Siyoshi takes up a job as a merchant and adventurer, traveling and cooking up mouth-watering meals that never fail to amaze the inhabitants of the world. So, uh, big things about this one. Studio Mappa is at the helm of this one. A little scared because they have four studios, and every now and then they're like, it's known that their fourth studio is kind of the in-training studio. So two years ago, they did a show called Queen's Choice, which was just a god-awful MAPPA adaptation. And this one looks a little cleaner than that one. Uh, we both have read some of, like, Delicious and Dungeons, so we have some, like, fantasy cooking background stories. Did you read that? I should, let me ask you if you read that first. No, Pete. Okay, I have not read bad. any Delicious. Well, we, we did that club for a little bit, and we read a little bit of it. That's my bad. I thought... Yeah, no, that's okay, uh, that was I one have... that I passed on. Okay, I have a background in fantasy cooking. There it is, Delicious and Dungeon, which we will be getting an anime this year as well. Um, Yeah, Miles, your thoughts on uh, cooking in another world? Yeah, so I'm interested in the premise, at least, if you guys watched our 8 for 8 episode, Ooh, the second one. Sick plug. Um, I answered a question about uh, what skill would I have my fantasy world I got Isekai lacked, lacking on so that I could use my abilities. And I said cooking. So I'm going to sue these people for copyright yep. infringement, hopefully make a ton you of money. You definitely came up with that first, yep. That was definitely <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> originally when they watched the episode stole it and animated it in like four months or something um but yeah so i think this is like interesting i think this is definitely like way more up your alley than mine um i get it's like a little too it seems like nothing's gonna happen and i know i just said that i liked low stakes but to me this seems very no stakes as opposed to low um, which I know some people really like. For me, this is definitely a maybe. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think just with Mappa at the helm, you know how Twitter goes crazy for this shit. I feel like it's pretty close to a must-watch. Adventure, comedy, fantasy, gourmet are the th the genres. To me, that sounds really fun. Maybe, like, I'm assuming it's probably more, like, slice of lifey, um, adventure style with this. Uh, yeah, the the art looks really pretty, the PV was pretty clean as well, and, I mean, how food looks in anime is always a giant plus, so to me, I, I'm putting this one towards the top, I, I think this one could have a chance at being, like, a sleeper, for me at least, but we'll just have to wait and see, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's fair, I think MAPPA doing it is, like, that's good, right, like, they, they mostly make good shows, mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's what'll get me to try it out. 
I just I could see this being something that I don't mean to drop, but like after six episodes or something, and life gets a little hectic, I go, oh yeah, I dropped this show and have to finish it like a year from now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's sort of how I see it. But I think that there's definitely a lot of people who this will like really be a good show for. Yeah, really uh, that. I I just noticed that it looks like one of the supporting cast is a very cute slime named Sui. So the the it's going up in my rankings right now. I love cute slimes as like pets in anime. Okay. They're really fun. Uh, yeah, this one, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put this one must watch. I think this one is a must watch. At least the first episode is a must watch. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I don't know that I expect that from you. I'll, I'll definitely put this in like my maybe category. This is probably something that I'll watch the first episode of then not watch a lot more of unless, you know, you and galaxy or whoever are like, yo, this show is fire. You got to watch <laughs> it. I can't believe the, the meal they cook in episode eight. It's yeah, such yeah. a banger, you know, and I'll be like, okay. Oh, miss, like do it, do it yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like you guys will be begging for the camping cookout, mm-hmm. do it yourself crossover, and I'll begrudgingly watch it. All right, sick. <laughs> okay, so must watch for me, like whatever Miles just said <laughs> for that one. But you know what is a show that is an absolute can't miss home run, hit it out of the park. There's no flaws in this synopsis that I'm about to read. That's farming life in another world. Having died of sickness at the age of 39, Hiroko is given the opportunity to go to another world when asked what his wish is by God. Intending to give him strength, he requests to have a healthy body. Offered a second wish, he chooses to live peacefully. And a third wish, to be able to know the local language. And for a final wish, to be a farmer. And if you're thinking, oh, this is a cute slice of life about farming, you thought harem isekai farming. Let's go. Um, similar to what is currently airing with Beast Tamer, where the guy is able to essentially make contract with Beast, but you know, there are special beasts that are all girls that he forms contracts with, and then boom, we got ourselves a harem. This one, maybe he forms contracts with corn, and then the corn turns into a woman, and then they have babies. I don't know. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that does happen yeah maybe who knows it's it's an isekai who knows what the what a harem farming show can turn into what's what's your give me your initial thoughts on farming life in another world i accidentally pointed this out to pete i was going through these seasonals and i was like farming life in another world that sounds like something pete would enjoy he likes shows about nothing and i sent it to him and by god it has the harem theme (laughs) um I'm not going to call this a must-watch. What I'm going to say is I'm going to be checking it out at least for a few episodes, if only to see how this dynamic works. And, like, like does he just have these wives? Does he accumulate them? How, I'm, curi- I'm genuinely curious about these things. I want to see how they set up this situation. Um, and if I end up liking the characters, Tia uh, seems great, I guess. Um... <laughs> What about you know, the also we'll... unique character Rhea? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's um, it's a regular Shiana Mion for yeah. my Higurashi fans out there. Um, so I'm yeah, they don't even have last names. Um, it's, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I, I'm I'm not going to be must watching this, but I am going to be watching out of curiosity 
uh, on how it'll be set up. Can't promise I'll watch the whole thing, though. Yeah, I think this is one of those shows where I'm going to get the local elementary schools together and do a watch party, and we're going to sit down and watch Farming Life in Another World. Because, you know, for the kids. And, no, this show, I mean, everything on this just screams, like, mediocrity at its finest. That being said, I will watch every single episode of this show. Because you know why? Because I am trash. Uh, good things about this show. Um, yeah, Tia, Tia looks nice. Yeah. And yep. it's to be done by Studio Zero G. The last good show they did was My Roommate is a Cat. So that was like four years ago. So, yeah. A lot of, I mean, no red flags at all. Just, this just screams incredible incredible design unique story um beautiful women i mean maybe sex with corn who knows do you think that the show will have slaves in it i hope not but (laughs) man if this show does not have slaves though i will give it a point higher than what i will originally give Okay, we if have it, it on the books. If it does have <laughs> slaves, I'm leaning like a I'm leaning like a light three on this one. Ooh, okay, you have a little. I I'm thinking this is like a four. So, wow. See, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I this is like a five without slaves, a three with slaves. Okay, okay, so you're on the four, but the slavery really. I really want to make it clear. I am anti-slavery. <laughs> okay, so brave. Yes, uh, <laughs> hot take, but it's. When it's done right, which it's almost never done right, it's okay. Most of the time in anime, it's done very poorly, and I hate it. So yeah, I, I'm really thinking farming life in another just based off the dude. Okay, like his wishes are he wants a healthy body, um, live peacefully, know the language, and be a farmer. Everything other than the farmer thing screams out pretty anti-slavery. Also, I don't know if you, farmers live in like nowhere land. How do you get a harem? We will find out. Yeah. Maybe by buying them. Um, God damn it! You're, when you're <laughs> right, notice, you're right. Two of them don't have last names. That's concerning. Um, please don't. So, name, please don't name them. You know, like how they they would like come to him and like they don't have a name. Like, can you name us? And then, yeah, oh my god, don't do that. I kind of hope it happens now. God damn it, Mike. I, okay, sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll take us into our next show. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, absolute must-watch for me, by the way. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. Uh, two must-watches for Farming Life in Another World. Um, we'll now be talking about Indo and Kobayashi Live, the latest on Sundere villainous uh, La Solette. This is something that I prevented Pete from cutting, because I think it seems awesome. So, this is a comedy fantasy romance. On the outside, Otome villainous La Salette seems foul in every way, a purely evil character. However, as revealed in her diary, um, she was always hiding both her pain and her true feelings towards Prince Sigurd. While she keeps us locked away, an evil witch ultimately possesses her, leading to her demise, a tragic end for the Sundere villainous. This is how the story always goes, an end coded into the game, Magi Koi. Broadcasting club members Ato Endo in Shihono Kobayashi 
decide to play this game. In another universe, Prince Sigurd hears their voices, believing it to be divine intervention, divine revelation from a god and goddess. These voices clue him into something he's never noticed before. La Salette is actually overwhelmingly adorable. There are no resets in this game, and just one chance to change the future for the ill-fated villainous. Uh, in years to come, these two entities who would guide the country to prosperity and greatness would be known as play-by-play, Endo and color commentator Kobayashi. That's fun. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's a pretty fresh take on this villainous thing, which has been skyrocketing in popularity recently. As I told Pete, Lasselette here looks like the villainous on every villainous show, and I'm here for it. Literally have not been sick of it once. Uh, but I, I, I really like the gimmick of this. I think it's super fun to have people like yelling at a visual novel uh, and influencing it in some way. Pete, what are your thoughts? Yeah, kind of like what Miles said, not really sick of the villainous trope yet. I think we're getting there um, just because... Like the 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 original the OG villainous anime was really good, and then season two kind of was like whatever. Uh, the currently airing season of the villainous is it's not even bad. It's just it's Chainsaw Man pacing speed, which is unfortunate for a series like that. But I'd actually rather be like those stories be too fast than too slow, especially when there's romance involved with it. This one, like you said, uh, the color commentary things. I think that this is could be a very fun show. I can see why, like, it's mouse score on, like, it's like, that was like a 7.3. I think this is the type of show where the voice acting could add so much more level and depth to this style of story, where I'm just, just, just the concept is just so good. Like, I don't know if we ever had, like, a show like this before, um, and I, I, I do wish that some of the character designs were a little different, but just the look of it, the feel of it, the synopsis. I'm man, I don't think it's must watch, but I think it's pretty close for me. I I just love that concept on paper. This is I'm gonna yeah. I, I hope it's not like the endless eight where like on paper that sounds amazing and then I watch it and I want to gouge my eyes out. I don't think it'll be this bad, but just everything I see from it is just like hell yeah. I kind of hope this is like the endless eight where on paper, it seems awesome. And then I watch it and give the season a 10. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to try to talk you up. I think that these characters looking as tropey as they are is actually pretty good and can lead into the comedy. It's it's probably because, yeah, for sure. It's part of it. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause we have that color commentary. Like I'm the type of person where if something annoying happens. I'm like, Oh my God, this overdone trope. But then if the show lampshades it, if it mm-hmm. points it out, I'm like high art amazing so there's yeah there's like a lot of room for that where they do lazy stuff and they go look at how lazy we're being and then i'm just like so good even though it's not really any different at all um you know but that this is my taste i i'm excited to watch this i like these villainous characters a lot it's like you know my number one waifu of all time is seto kaiba so you know that sort of attitude has always been up there, and yep. the villainesses tend to have that sort of thing. Well, so. th- for sure, like super rich. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably evil. Like at I, least a little evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the D and D chart of like the most like passive evil thing? What's that? 
so there's like lawful, lawful, they're lawful evil. They're lawful yeah, evil. They're, they're okay. lawful evil, which is way better than chaotic evil. Yeah, for sure. Internet. Um, yeah, so Kaiba's lawful evil. He doesn't. Yeah, I actually I don't know. I'm just talking shit, but I'm talking about my. I, he took a weapons company and made it make card games, so he might just be a good guy. Damn, I'm changing my perspective <laughs> on Saito Kaiba now. Look at look at that. What did Yugi do for the world? Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bomb. Yeah, you do shit. Okay, yeah, but back to this show. Um, if the comedy hits, the show is going to be a banger. If it misses, it's probably going to be a dud. So I'm hoping more Otome yeah. game esque level of comedy where they can like make like you said poke fun at themselves and just go with the flow. And if that's the case, then this is going to be what was the term we used before? Consider uh, must it, watch or something. Yeah, it's like for sure we'll check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is for sure check out in my book. Mine too. Um, I think you know this. This has like a very high ceiling and a low floor. Where if Kobayashi and Endo are not funny, the show is going to be awful. Mm-hmm. And if they are, it can really pick up anything else in the show, right? Like if the it's like MST3K. Like if those people aren't funny, then it's bad. But since they are funny, it's good. Um, sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's move on to our next show. It is Trigun, the Stampede. Big things about this one that the controversy is going around with. It looks, appears to be a prequel to the original. Uh, not confirmed yet, but I think that's more than likely the case. I saw people getting upset that Millie from the OG series is not included in this, and I think that's a lot of people's favorite characters other than Vash. I made Miles watch the PV because this is being done by Studio Orange, which is the best CG, like, only anime studio right now going. And he didn't tell me his thoughts yet on it. So, Maz, I want to get your thoughts on not only Trigun, but the PV that you watched. Yeah, so I I don't know anything about Trigun. Same. So what I need to do before I decide how I'm going to watch this is make sure that I can watch this before consuming Trigun. Um, but if I can, I think that I will. Now, as to the CG, watch the PV and... We'll have to see how it looks when they actually get to, like, the fully processed stuff. Some of it looks awesome. Like, really cool stuff that you could only do with CG as far as, like, perspectives and stuff go. And then some of it is so, uh, CG. That's how I felt. It was just, like, some of the action shots were, like, really good. But then when people were just hanging out, it was, like, it took me out of it a bit. And that... I don't know what your thoughts were, but like, I don't think it's going to be something where CG ruins it for me, but I don't think it's something where I'm like, oh, good use of CG. It's going to be something where I'm like, this is fine, but I wish they had done this in 2D. Yeah. Um. So Studio Orange did like Beastars and Land of the Lustrious, where I think a lot of times like the movements, I'm going to do specifically Land of the Lustrious, because to me, that's one of the best like CG anime made. How they handled like all the movements and the action scenes, I think are fantastic. So are we going to get incredible movements and actions in that type of sequencing and visuals? Then to me that this is going to be like a really fun thing. But like you said, at some points it's kind of bad where I'm a little not into it as much as I thought I was going to. So I think it's all going to depend on the amount of movement and stuff that we get from this series. Then them just standing around and talking because then it, i don't know i just get like og ruby vibes and stuff like that where it's just like 
man, what year was this made? Like, was this made in 1999 or 2019 or 2029? Like, I can't tell right now. But <laughs> like, some which... of it is like, yeah, you're you're right. It's like OG Ruby vibes, but also the top range was like, this looks awesome. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So give me cool fights. Uh, give me cool. I think they they mess around with like, I don't want to say robots, but and, and like the PV picture, it looks like they're like flying on like a reindeer or something like that. So if you give me like cool sequence like that, then I'm all for it. That that's what I'm looking for. Like maybe more of like an adventure style commentary than a hey let's talk. I, but the thing is, me and you are similar. I have no trigon experience. All I know is. I know who Vash is because Vash is a pretty iconic character just in general. And I know people like OG Trigun. So this is my first introduction to Trigun. It's probably not the right thing to consume first. I'm assuming most people would probably say watch OG watch Trigun. Trigun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm a person I'm a person of my time, which is current. So I will be watching Trigun Stampede first. And if I like it, then I might dive into the OG Trigun, just because, you know, Madhouse does it, and it's my favorite studio, and it's got a pretty good rating, and my wrestling co-host, Lynn, it's his favorite anime of all time, so it checks a lot of boxes where I will probably eventually check out Trigun. Hey, shit, it's 2-Core. Maybe I'll nominate it for uh, Watch The Club. upcoming 2-Core? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, so. I, that's yeah. a good choice. I'm going to put this under... For me, it's a must-watch, just because I love Studio Orange, their last like three or four works have been minus the Godzilla one, but that was a collaboration, and I don't count that as just Studio Orange. Their last like three or four shows have been knockouts for me, so it's a must watch for me. Okay, that sounds good uh, for me. Yeah, I think it's probably a must watch too, just because of like the culture, you know, do it for the culture. <laughs> um, you know, so sort of like how Chainsaw Man was a must watch for me, even though. I knew going in, I wouldn't like it. Yeah. This is not quite that. I th I, there's definitely a chance that I'd like it. But I think that the primary reason to watch this is like doing it for the culture. Yeah. So, All right, so two, two muscle watches for Trigon. Yeah. So next we have uh, Kaina of the Great Snow Sea. Um, a world blanketed in an endless and ever-growing ocean of snow. The people eke out a living, either huddled around the roots of enormous trees dotting the surface or high in the canopy, which spreads over the planet's atmosphere. A chance meeting between Kaina, a youth from the canopy, and Lilia, a young woman from the surface, sets off a chain of events that will change the fate of the world. This is a fantasy from Studio Polygon Pictures. Yep, back-to-back -back um, CG studios. Yeah, and if you're wondering what Polygon Pictures has done, They've done a gin. Knights of Sidonia. Oh, they did Knights of Sidonia? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay, right there. And that is most. I mean, Pengu, Pengu in the they City. They did do. Yeah, they did Pengu, Pengu in the City. Pengu in the City is kind of a meme, but also at the same time, I liked what I watched of Pengu in the City, so. Take <laughs> okay. that for what it is. Uh, hey, did they collab on that Godzilla anime with Orange? No, that was Bone. I oh, think? this is a, okay. So they did a different Godzilla anime. Um, so that's fun. Um, Wait, they did? Yeah, they did. They did Godzilla uh, one Kaiju Wakusei. Godzilla, oh, Planet oh, of the Monsters. Okay. Which is a, a different CG Godzilla yeah. anime, I suppose. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, this 
like the world building in the same's really cool. That's what makes me interested in it. Um, it seems like it might have some like romance, which is nice. It's not tag romance, but I bet it's in there. Yeah. But for me, this is like okay, you got me, you, you hooked me. You got this interesting world. You're saying now, let's see what you can do with it, and that's what I'm going to be looking at. What about you? Uh, just based off of the PV, I'm getting to your eternity vibes. Uh, this adventure of whatever that they're going on. Uh, yeah, just changing the fates of the world is the adventure that they're going on. So, some big-ass adventure with people. Yeah, it, it's hard to say because I don't have that much information on it. I think people are going to be turned off by the CG where this isn't orange. Polygon is not the same level as orange. This is like the B version of CG anime. So I bet a lot of people are going to be turned off. It wouldn't surprise me if there's a lot of bad animation in this because from my experience with Polygon pictures, they do, they put a lot of their budgets in like four minutes of the show. And then the other 19 minutes look like really bad. So I'm kind of getting those vibes, but I like adventure. I'm intrigued by like these these pairings that that's going on this adventure if there's romance huge plus but the character designs look nice and i don't know there's 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 kind of like a mystery behind it too where i don't know as much going into it that intrigues me so that being said like the fantasy the possible mystery adventure i'm gonna put this in like maybe maybe yeah, maybe. I'm gonna go with maybe on this one. I, I'm I'm more of like a definitely check it out. Unless you like know you hate CG. Like I get that if you if you just like can't stomach it, because like it definitely takes me out on some shows. Um and n normally I can like fight through. Like I love Blue Lock, but like there are scenes in Blue Lock where they're like, ah, I don't wanna animate eleven people running on a field at the same time mm -hmm. and they just like, you know, and you're like, Okay. And then it'll go to some like crazy Sakuga moment. And I'm like, Yeah, it was worth it. This is obviously not gonna have that. But I'm just interested enough in the world. The environments that they did in CG look really pretty. The people look like they're from Ruby. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's hit or miss. Um, I'm definitely going to be checking it out and I'll, I hope it's good, but it also, you know, it could be something that it's just not. So yeah. we'll have to find out. I really wish you watched two year eternity. So you could let me like that vibe to I mean, this. I, I'll check it out. I'll check it God, out. Two year eternity is so good. Not season I'll, two, but season one's incredible. Yeah. That'll I'll do that'll what I'll like rock my baby to sleep to. Like, hey, that's really sad. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know what's up. I haven't seen it. So. It's really sad. Spoiler okay, well, alert. Is very my, sad. My sobbing will be the motion. Yeah. Maybe your baby will call you. Child yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's a maybe for me. I think it's a, Miles is a little bit higher than I am on. But one show that I am, I think this is my most look forward to non sequel show. For next year. what yes i cannot Shit, wait okay. the ice That's guy crazy. and his cool female colleague Kimuro is an office worker who belongs to a race of supernatural beings with strange powers whenever he is in deep in concentration he subconsciously plunges into his poor co-workers into a close rendition of the arctic even so contrary to his icy powers Himuro is a warm and kind person he likes flowers and cats but alas he cannot get too close to either Himuro has a soft spot for his colleague, uh, I'm not going to pronounce that name, a calm woman who has a knack of providing simple solutions to his- Fuyusuki. There you go. 
has a knack for providing simple solutions to his unconventional problems. Whenever Fuyusuki does something for him, a snowstorm of emotions builds inside of Himuru's heart, and he fails to notice the raging snowstorm he causes on the office floor. Thanks to his snowy tantrums, Himuru's feelings are apparent to everybody but Fuyusuki. However, fueled by immense adoration and desire, Himuro is prepared to do whatever it takes to capture her heart. Two things. One, I love like supernatural things in the real world. Interviews with Monster Girls is a fantastic series that handles something similar to this, but in like high school. Office romance, adults, consenting adults, fun atmosphere. Um, really cool designs. Everything about this checks boxes for me. I cannot wait. This was a manga I was playing on reading. And then when it got announced that it was getting an anime, I'm just like, I'm just going to wait for the anime. And then when the anime is done, I'm probably going to read all of it. Miles, your thoughts on the masterpiece that is the ice guy and his cool female colleague. Okay. So a few things to say. One, um, I had only ever heard the title of this. I didn't realize it was like about like a literal Elsa guy. Yeah. Like I thought, I thought he was just like cold, you know, <laughs> like in demeanor. Um, <laughs> so I have to reevaluate that. Um, I don't know if I like that or not, but I will have to. Um, <laughs> to you are forced <laughs> to like this. I don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely going to give it a try because I want one of these office romances to not be fucking garbage. <laughs> uh, but I just, I end up like not liking them most of the time and then Pete gets really disappointed in me. Yeah. If, uh, if you want to know what Miles was talking about, go check out our Wotakoi review. I, yeah. Well, you know, uh, adults is the... Uh, <laughs> Wink? <laughs> yeah. It's, they're, they're high school kids, but we just pretend they're adults. Yes. Um, so... Which fair, uh, like me too, but you know, um, yeah. So knowing that, um, is there a cat girl in this? Uh, there are no, no, there's no cat girls. There are cats involved. Um, so sorry, are you huge, sure there like, are no cat girls? Like literal cat girls? Look, look. At I the mean, if there girl. is, this show is just give it a ten already. Like it's over. Okay. Well, yeah, it definitely looks like there is a cat girl. Which character? The purple-haired girl. Uh, what's her name? Oh, look! So look at the look at the art, like the main art. Oh, okay. With the, yeah, of them like walking on the boardwalk. Okay, I mean, if there's cat girls, just just throw away the rest of the season. This is anime of the year. That sorry, not even the season. The rest of the entire year, also in the trash. This is the winner. If there's a cat girl, I'm gonna hold you to this. I'm gonna make you have this be your top rated show anime of the year 100 percent good quote uh, good quote me till i die yeah oh there's more than one cat girl i think that's crazy. let's go <laughs> oh no those are just buttons that look like cat uh, girls okay. okay um however um I, I really don't know what to say this is such a bizarre concept uh i'm excited to see how they use powers this is a comedy right so yep. It'll be, it'll be if I think it's funny or not. That's what'll be the saving, saving grace for it. Um, but I'll, I'll give it a go just for you, pal. Thanks, I appreciate that. A couple things. I love Fuyusuki's uh, outfits that they have in the PVs. I'm a big fan when they don't wear the same clothes every single episode. Also, Fuyusuki has a cat named Tibbles. That's a great cat name. 
Uh, so it's a very good cat name. Huge, huge plus for the Tibbles name. And now that Miles mentioned it, the possibility of two cat girls in one anime that's not Monster Musume or something like that. That is, that, that's two thumbs up, my man. This is an absolute muscle watch for me. You should you should check out Nekopara, dude. I think he'd love it. Uh, um, I dropped that after one episode. Unsurprising. Yeah, Chalk <laughs> Vanilla is one years old and she's a slave. Speaking of bringing up slaves again, man, what is with our podcast? It's about anime. It is about anime. Why does slavery <laughs> get brought up a lot? Maybe the, maybe this <laughs> medium is problematic. Maybe I need to look in the mirror and reevaluate a lot of things going on in my life. Nope, go back to watching every seasonal Cat Girls, let's go. <laughs> okay, other than okay, so must watch what was, yeah, what yeah. was yours? Uh it, must watch for Pete. That's okay. what I'm gonna it's my new category. Um our will watch for Pete is is the category. Okay. Um so all right, so that is all of our originals, and I know I said I wasn't going to be talking about sequels, but I got you. Guess what we talking about, baby? The top sequel of this entire year. I've been waiting so long for this show. Bofuri, I don't want to get hurt, so I max up my defense. I hate being in pain, so I think I'll make a full defense build. Is that the entire title? That's not even half of it. This show is pure gas. Maple- What's the full title of Bofuri? It's, it's something like that. I'm, just, I, I'm, oh, also, oh, I'm, okay. also, I'm also memeing a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> Maple and Sally are back to ride giant turtles and cast acid rain on poor, unsuspecting victims. Where you think that this is a cute girls doing cute virtual reality things? Wrong. Maple is a serial murderer who will eat you. This show is peak fiction. I cannot wait for the second season. I'm a little exaggerating. But I really wanted to talk about this show because I love Bofrey. I think I've watched it like three times. And I also just wanted to hear Miles' thoughts on Bofrey because I haven't really heard him talk much other than he says, like, maple and syrup or something. I don't know. But Miles, Miles <laughs> say something about about this before I, before I okay, have the so like, I Yeah, I... Okay, so I'm going to have to, like, speed run through Bofrey season one, I guess, because... It I, has I, a dub. I, yeah, I, mi- I missed the Bofrey hype train. Um... And then, like, this week, everyone's been like, Bofuri, Bofuri, Bofuri. And I was like, fine, guys. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'll it, do it. It's funny because um, people it, think, like, me and Haz are, like, memeing. But we love this show. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll give it a go. If it has a dub, it's something that I can just do pretty easily once we get through Secret Santa season. Um, and, you know, I, I guess it, it's good that there's a season two for it. I mean, people are so excited for it. Uh, you know, I haven't watched season one, so I can't comment too much. Um, but, uh, ev- like, people are legitimately excited. and That's yeah. that's good. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay. I just want to give a shout out for that. Uh, don't want to get too much into it. That being said, this does wrap up our winter preview. Uh, Miles, were there any other shows that we didn't talk about that you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, watch Buddy Daddies. I have no idea what it's about. Uh, it looks like it's like two Yakuza and our cops do parental care together. Um, so I, I had it on our list because it's a Pete show and a half, and then he cut it like the absolute savage he is. Um, but he'll, he's going to watch it. He's going to give it a 10. I hope there's a cat girl in it. I hope there's <laughs> a cat girl in it, too. That would be so much fun. Uh, is there any other shows other than Buddy Daddies? 
Um, I don't think so. I, oh, no. Mono no Gatari yep. is another It's supernatural show that I'm definitely going to be checking out. Um, and I think that's it for originals for me. Yeah. Uh, Miles doesn't want to say it, but I'll say it for him. He's also really looking forward to my life as Inaki's dog. Yeah, he's, a, he's really looking <laughs> I, How How could I have forgotten? I'm caught up on the manga. <laughs> um, I am the author. It... <laughs> I knew it. I yeah. Knew it. <laughs> I just, I, I can't wait for that show um the miles you know. backward author i was like i know it's him <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. think you're clever with that with that tag but i know it's you <laughs> yeah the uh the author's name is slim 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 i knew it uh those are the only two yeah, those are the only two uh, other than any sequels or anything. Unless, no, no. Am I missing something? Am I just being no, dense? No, 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 no. No? Okay, no. yeah. Those, those are the other two. Well, I have a longer list, so I just wanted to... Unsurprising. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise to anybody. Other shows I'll be checking out. All the major sequels. Tokyo Revengers. Vinland Saga. Misfit Demon King Academy. Uh, Don't Toy With Me Nagatora, which I do have volume 13 right here, which is a very problematic cover. I, I know that now after holding it up. Probably should have done that, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, we'll be watching that along with um, Fruit of Evolution Season 2, which is one of, is a awful anime, but I love it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. That's a Shonen Jump property that kind of has some hype around it. I'm going to check it out. I heard it's cute. Very like Takagi-esque. Maybe not Uzaki-chan, but like that style of like teasing your classmate type of thing. Um, other than that, I don't think there's any, like, huge shot. Oh, the 30-year-old Isekai. Uh, chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. I'm gonna check that out just because of its title. Uh, the art looks horrendous, and the premise looks really bad, but the title is super fun, so I'm gonna give that a go. So, those are... I'll probably be watching 22 seasonals this one. Overall, though, pretty... I'll say average to weak season overall i think top heavy um like we really only have like farming in another world and ice guy that those are going to be like the two major players uh vinland saga is probably gonna be like a six you know <laughs> it's it, it, we're honestly this is like a waiting period until april april is going to be an insane insane season of anime where it's like the current levels of that's how good it is. This one, it's actually nice. I can chill and relax for a little bit and just watch like a, a couple fun shows. So, uh, Miles, thank you for joining me. Of course. Anytime. Do you have any parting words to our lovely listeners before we head out? No. All right. Cool. Watch, watch, watch the seasonals we talked about and right. then join our Discord and talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to tell us what you're watching, leave a comment below if you're watching us on YouTube. Otherwise, the link tree. In our description, you can join our Discord and talk anime. Uh, other than that, this is where we are signing off. If you want to support us, best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are watching and or listening to us on. Next week, we will be reviewing Rosario Vampires Season 2 for Watch Club. There are three people super hyped for this. So if you are one of those three people, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on our review. Otherwise, if you're looking for seasonal content or whatever, we will be doing our review of the currently airing season in two weeks. So look forward to that. I want to say thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.